Hey, this is Ted Nugent, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. God bless America. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome back to another exciting episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 271 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, we have a great guest coming your way. By the way, I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and our guest this week is none other than the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent. That's right. Ted Nugent is going to be here. He's going to be talking about his TV show that returns on July 2nd on the Outdoor Channel. It, of course, is Ted Nugent's Spirit of the Wild. And he's got tours going on. He's got all kinds of music coming our way. And we're going to talk about all those things. And it's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So don't don't go away. Stick around and keep listening for that. Also, it is uh, the time of the month when we take a look at what's coming your way in the next month coming up. So July releases coming your way in theaters and on DVD is our subject this week on On Screen and Beyond. So we're going to get right into that. But first, I want to remind you that uh, I talked about this last week, and uh, we have always been teetering around the 100,000 per day mark, uh, and uh, we haven't hit the 100,000 per day but uh, I'm hoping that we will before our 300th episode. Now, uh, we've been around 92,000 per day, and uh, we're hoping that we're going to hit that 100,000 at some point. So what I really want to do is sort of like have a campaign here where you tell more people, get the word out, go to onscreenandbeyond.com, listen to some of the episodes we have. I'm sure there's all kinds of guests that people would enjoy hearing, and uh, maybe we'll hit... 100,000 people a day before our 300th episode. So uh, we've still got a little time before that, so uh, trying to get you going here before we get to that point. Hope you can do that for me. And let's see, check out also book reviews on onscreenandbeyond.com. We have uh, book reviews in our OSB book nook. Just click on that page, it'll get you there. And we're going to be talking about some this week right here on On Screen and Beyond. So uh, got some good ones coming your way. Well, what do you say? It's about that time to get right into Remake Madness with movies coming your way in theaters in the month of July, as far as remakes, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, movies coming your way in theaters in July. Well, it looks like the long-awaited remake of The Lone Ranger on the big screen will arrive with Johnny Depp as Tonto on July 3rd. And a remake of Maniac stars Elijah Wood as the story brings forth a modern-day Jack the Ripper-style story on July 21st. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies in July. Well, in theaters, it looks like uh, Guillermo del Toro will bring us Pacific Rim on July 12th. And uh, look for Robert De Niro and John Travolta to star in Killing Season on July 12th. And Turbo, the animated film from DreamWorks, arrives on July 17th with the voices of Ryan Reynolds and Paul Giamatti. July 19th, Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds again star in 
R.I.P.D. And they're cops who hunt down uh, some supernatural spirits. And on July 19th, look for also Ryan Goslin as he stars in Only God Forgives. And it's uh, he's an American fugitive who runs a boxing club in Bangkok to cover his drug business. That's it for upcoming new movies. And next on On Screen to Be On, it looks like it's Sequel City time. What's coming away as far as sequels in July, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City, sequels coming your way in July. Well, on July 3rd, Despicable Me 2 rolls into theaters with Steve Carell as the supervillain Gru and all his minions. And be sure to check out our interview with the writers of that film, Cinco Paul and Ken Dario. And they're in episode 117 of On Screen and Beyond. Just go to onscreenandbeyond.com and go to our rerun section. Grown Ups 2 makes its way to theaters on July 12th. And on July 19th, Red 2 will shoot its way into the big screen with Bruce Willis and the gang. And The Wolverine continues the comic book story starring Hugh Jackman. And The Smurfs 2 arrives on July 31st. That is it for sequels coming your way in July. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we take a look at TV on DVD coming your way in July. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. TV shows coming your way on DVD in July. Well, it looks like on July 2nd, you can get to the Dick Van Dyke Show on Blu-ray with Season 4. Last Resort, the complete series like that series. And also, The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis, the complete series. And Party of Five, Season 5. July 9th, Bonanza, Season 6. Dynasty, Season 7. And you can also get How the West Was Won, the complete series. And Portlandia, Season 3. And you can also get Quincy M.E., Season 6, Unforgettable, Season 1, and Warehouse 13, Season 4. On July 16th, Alpha, Season 2, Damages, Season 5, Matlock, Season 9, Sugarfoot, Season 1, and The Virginian, Season 8. And on July 30th, Angry Beavers, the complete series, Banshee, Season 1, and Touched by an Angel, Season 8. That is it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen Beyond, we're going to let you know what's coming away as far as movies on DVD in July. <laughs> movies on DVD coming your way in July on July 9th Admission with Tina Fey and Paul Rudd. We'll be heading your way along with Dead Man Down with Colin Farrell, Spring Breakers with Selena Gomez, and Tyler Perry's Temptation. On July 16th, 42 with Harrison Ford, Bullet to the Head with Sylvester Stallone, Evil Dead with Jane Levy, and The Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure will be coming your way. On July 23rd, Ginger and Rosa with Ella Fanning, and Trance with James McAvoy. July 30th, look for G.I. Joe Retaliation with Dwayne Johnson and Channing Tatum. That is it for Movies on DVD coming your way in July. Next on On Screen to Beyond, we're going to have a little bit of book review. 
with uh, the On Screen and Beyond Book Nook. And we got some great summer reading coming your way. So stick around. It's next right here on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond's Book Nook. Well, it's that time of uh, the year when you're probably going to be sitting around the pool or sitting around the beach. You might want to do some good reading. Well, here's one for you. Get the to do with TV shows and movies and things like that. Star Trek FAQ 2.0. You want to check this one out if you saw the original Star Trek FAQ dealt with the original Star Trek series. Well, this one goes into the movies that they made after with the original cast. And, of course, it goes into Star Trek The Next Generation and goes into a lot of detail on that. There's just so many facts. It just amazes me that somebody's sitting around and, you know, compiling all this stuff. But it's all there, and they also touch on the other Star Trek TV shows. Uh, but they're, you know, not as intense as The Next Generation. So, uh, you might want to check that one out. Also, now, like I was saying, this one is probably one you don't want to take to the beach, because uh, this next one, because uh, it is just, I call it a book, they call it a book, it's called The Treasures of Bruce Lee. Now, it's a book, but it is has pockets in it, and there are memorabilia, you know, like movie posters, and lobby cards, and tickets, and, and all these different things. That dealt with Bruce Lee's life. Now, if you are a fan of those uh, Bruce Lee movies and uh, things like that, and also it goes into his time when he was on the Green Hornet. And, of course, just a couple months ago, we had a couple weeks ago, rather, we had Van Williams on the show who was the Green Hornet. So it goes into all those things, and it's just such a great book. You might want to check that one out. But like I say, I wouldn't take that one to the beach because I wouldn't want to get it dirty. It's got so much stuff. Uh, that's just really neat stuff. So you might want to check that one out. It's called The Treasures of Bruce Lee. That is it. It is time now to uh, delve into the new TV show, or not new TV show, returning TV show of Ted Nugent's. It's called Ted Nugent's Spirit of the Wild, and it returns on July 2nd on the Outdoor Channel. And, of course, Ted, of course, has given us Cat Scratch Fever and all his other songs. We're going to talk about all that stuff, his new music, and everything else next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is a musician, TV star, and activist who has brought us his own style of rock and roll with hits such as Cat Scratch Fever and so many others. His TV show Spirit of the Wild returns to the Outdoor Channel on July 2nd for another season. It's Ted Nugent. Ted, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Why not? <laughs> My pleasure. If you're not having fun with me, you're weird. <laughs> Well, Ted, I wanted to ask you, how many seasons has Ted Nugent's Spirit of the Wild been on the Outdoor Channel? There's been a uh, Spirit of the Wild show, uh, Brian, for 25 years now. Wow. Uh, 24 years, going on 25. Uh, when Shemaine and I first got married in 1989, I had already been videoing a bunch of hunts and a bunch of different stuff I did. And uh, when she came on, and boy, did she come on. <laughs> <laughs> The poor woman has to live with me 24 years. Are you kidding me? What a saint she is. Um, but anyhow, however many years it's been, 23, 24, 
she was a videographer gal, and she really knew how to handle that stuff. And so she started toting a better camera around with us, and we created a video called Down to Earth, which, boy, if you could see the communications and hear the emotion uh, from people who say that the Down to Earth video literally changed their lives. It, it turned hardcore vegans into killers. <laughs> they wanted to celebrate the mystical flight of the arrow and the hands-on conservation lifestyle, and obviously the epitome of the ultimate healthy, nutritious diet, and that's, that's wild game. Wow. And, and, and how it turned uh, kids that were brought up in an anti-hunting family into hardcore hunters and how they recruited their parents by getting the truth to them and, and, and explaining how nature works and that there's a tooth, fang, and claw reality out there. Mm-hmm. But literally, we had uh, Ted Nugent's Spirit of the Wild on uh, uh, public television as early as 1989, mm-hmm. uh, 1990, and uh, it, we set pledge drive records. We, we brought more money into these public television stations in 26 states, and then shortly thereafter, the Outdoor Channel came into being, and uh, we were the, one of the first shows on Outdoor Channel, and we've, I think literally we've had the, uh, the, the largest audience uh, on the Outdoor Channel or any hunting network that, it, there, that it, there is, and uh, more importantly, more non-hunters watch it and become hunters because they see the perfection of this hands-on conservation lifestyle. So it's very contagious, and we're very proud of that. Yeah. Well, one thing that people automatically think, they say, oh, a hunting show. Oh, it's, you know, I, I, I can't watch it. But if they watch the show, they're going to find out that it's more than just a you know, show about going out hunting or fishing or whatever. It's educational. There's cooking. It's, it's, it's a part cooking show. There's a lot of stuff in there. It's not just going out and shooting something. Well, yeah, and that's that's the great joy we get. Obviously, you can't grill it till you kill it. Right. You're not going to get any food till you kill something. Uh, just ask these 12 bluegills I ate yesterday, um, which the dogs are still chewing on the skeletons, which is talking about the wise use of a renewable resource. I mean, mm-hmm. we even use the guts. Are you kidding me? Uh, point being is that, yes, everything you just said is very true, but it's also very embarrassing that there is a segment of the human population who clings mindlessly to their denial Mm -hmm. that somehow guns are evil and that hunting is about slaughtering innocent creatures um, because political correctness really is a cult of denial Mm -hmm. where they go to unlimited lengths to safeguard the lie that makes them feel comfortable when in fact the worst thing you can do for wildlife in the environment is to stop hunting right because game and wildlife overpopulates it destroys everybody's vehicles and edna goes to the windshield of her buick Mm -hmm. and and it costs you tens of millions of dollars to hire government shooters to go out and clean up the mess yeah um so so the denial that we are eradicating slowly but surely and incrementally is uh, is joyous to us as actually putting a good arrow on a nice deer and getting lots of back straps and some nice bone to hang on to. So our Spirit of the Wild show is really about educating people, and I take advantage of the Motor City Madman's fun and game celebrity to attract people. We actually have people that have very painfully and reluctantly come forward. I mean, these people have done it in person, not just in email and letters, but they've come up to us in person at book signings and different sporting events we partake in, and they actually buy danger zone passes at my concerts to come backstage. And they, you know, they kind of 
uh, look to the floor and they look at me from the top of their eyeballs, um, uh, a la Princess Die, and they go, you know, Ted, I really hated you. I hated, I hated hunting. I hated the NRA. And I hated guns, so I watched your show so I could hate you more. And I got to tell you, I was wrong. It's what you do is what you say it is. I mean, literally, Brian, they've said these things to me in person. I'm not talking one or two. Yep. I'm talking hundreds of people mm-hmm. where they say, you're right. The ground will only support so much wildlife. And you're right. I didn't know it, but you, you informed me that Thanksgiving is in November because you're thanking God for his renewable bounty. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, we don't play games. We don't play political correct nonsense, Mm -hmm. semantic, feel-good BS. We kill stuff. We don't wipe the blood off because blood is good. Blood gives life, not only flowing through your veins, but coming out of the heart of a herbivore so you can get some steaks. Yep, yep. And just the, way I, just the way I stated that just now, I'm the only guy on the planet who does and who can state it like that. And yes, there are numbnuts out there still experimenting with LSD that think I'm out of my mind for eating Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> but the vast majority of humanity will wake up when, ex- when confronted with the reality of nature's tooth, fang, and claw system. Mm-hmm. And they realize that no vegans distributed 250 million meals of anything last year, but Hunters for the Hungry every year distributes over 250 million meals of pure, natural, organic, delicious, renewable venison to soup kitchens and homeless shelters. And when I articulate that in interviews like this, and that I do every day of the year, and in all the Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild shows, and even on our uh, uh, Wanted Ted or Alive, that is the number one show on Sportsman's Channel right now, I get to millions and millions of people with an unapologetic, raw, in-your-face reality that the best thing you can do for quality air, soil, and water is to hunt fish and trap because if these resources continue to have increased value, which they are and which they do, then you're the habitat that supports these meals, <laughs> these targets, this biodiversity is the only way you can produce air quality and in, in soil and water quality. And people are waking up to that. So, yeah, the, the Spirit of the Wild show is certainly a celebration of the fun we have, you know, killing our dinner. But there's, that's only about, I'm going to say what? Ten percent of the show, ninety percent right. of the show, is educating, waking people up that we are all consumers. Yeah. You might want to do it more responsibly, like Ted Nugent and his family does. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, a lot of people. What gets me is they'll turn around and they'll say, "Oh, I'm not going to eat it." You, you know, like you say, shot Bambi. I'm not going to eat Bambi. But then they'll go down to the local restaurant or the the grocery store and go out and buy a steak. You know, where did that come from? What was that? <laughs> Yeah, well, and that, and I certainly applaud. In fact, I've made a, uh, a point in my writings, my interviews, and certainly on Spirit of the Wild show, and in all the different shows I do, that I salute and, and thank uh, with deep appreciation the farmers and ranchers of America because they feed the world. Right. They literally are the source of sustenance for mankind, and they do incredible resource stewardship and, and environmental stewardship, um, positive impact. But what people realize, 
uh, once they watch Spirit of the Wild a few times, because it's only going to take a few shows before I get this information out there. Right. Uh, and that is that the most beneficial environmental footprint available to mankind is to hunt, fish, and trap. And again, as consumers, we're all consumers, even our little skinny vegan friends. <laughs> They're consumers. But in order to consume veganism, you have to kill everything that jeopardizes your beans. Mm -hmm. In order to get tofu, you have to poison everything. You have to disc and plow and dismember and mutilate everything that interferes with bean growth. I, who eat venison, don't have to do that. One arrow, one deer. Thank you. What I do, and I'm the only guy who says this, and I'm trying to inspire more outdoor writers and hosts to use these terms, but hunting, fishing, and trapping is the last perfect, pure, environmental, beneficial activity that man can take part in. And that's the real lesson to be learned from Spirit of the Wild. Yeah. Now, your wife being on the show, was that the, net, the network's choice, or, or did you decide it, or did she say, you know, I want to be on the show, and you said, yes, dear? <laughs> all, of, all of the above, but I am the cattle prodder. Um, Mrs. Nugent is so wonderful. She's so gorgeous, and we all know that television is, is uh, uh, pivotal upon eye candy. And mm -hmm. If I haven't married the definitive eye candy, I don't know what I've done. <laughs> well, um, to be honest, now, I'd rather look at her than you, to be honest. <laughs> I tell her that all the time. <laughs> yes, no, I, you know, Shemaine is so busy. She's got lots of charity work, and she's raising our son, Rocco, who's now going to be 23 here next month. Wow. Um, but uh, uh, she's so busy with her family, the charity work, and she's the goddess of Zumba. She travels all around the globe teaching people and, and, and in uh, in instructing people on how to teach Zumba, this high-energy yeah. exercise yeah. dance routine. And she is the number one Zumba babe on the planet, not just because she's gorgeous, but because she's got more rhythm than a whole gang of Watusi warrior women. <laughs> um, she's really <laughs> the wrong color for her rhythm. She really is the Motown sensual dance goddess. And so she's so busy, but I... But all those attributes I just identified, which I d identified so accurately, is why she has to be on more. That's why I have her do all the introductions. She doesn't. She won't hunt if it's cold. <laughs> she won't hunt if it's nasty out. She won't hunt if it's wet. She's so one of those I hunters. Do all the wet, I do all the wet, nasty, cold hunting. And when conditions are real comfortable for my beautiful little girl, um, then she gets out there. But there's no question that the best Spirit of the Wild shows are when Shemaine is hunting. She's the best hostess in the world, and uh, I, I push and push and push to get her on as often as possible. Same with my children, too, Brian. i got to tell you, I've got uh, nine wonderful kids, and our uh, kids are all grown up now, uh, but 11 wonderful grandkids, and I, they're all scattered all over, all over the country, so logistically it's near impossible, and so far it has been impossible to get them on the show adequately, but I'm pushing and pushing. We're going to make that happen more and more because I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of seeing me on TV. <laughs> I want to see more of these beautiful daughters and wonderful sons and my wife, Shemaid, and my brothers and sisters, so we're pushing to do more and more of that. Uh -huh. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, what's your favorite game to hunt? Well, my favorite game to hunt uh, uh, was probably the raccoon I killed last night because it was last <laughs> night, and there he was, and the dogs were barking up a storm, and so I made my dogs very, very happy when I killed him. <laughs> uh, it, it really matters not uh, the species mm-hmm. or the trophy quality of the species. It literally could not be more inconsequential um, to bring me joy in my hunting. Uh, I, I, I roamed my property here in Michigan this morning with my bow and arrow, and I missed a chipmunk. <laughs> uh, and I was trying for a red squirrel that never gave me a shot. And it was as if I was hunting elephants in Zimbabwe. It was just a thrill for me to try to get that shot and, and keep the dogs under control and get that arrow where I wanted to go. Uh, and, and the stealth and the stalking discipline that is uh, the greatest source of joy for me. So my favorite animal is whatever's broadside legal <laughs> within 25 <laughs> yards looking the other way. That's my, that's so, my favorite so you mean, animal in the world. But I get a thrill out of the white-tailed deer probably more than any just because it's ubiquitous and mm-hmm. it, 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 it's just so overpopulated on the hunting grounds that we own in Texas and Michigan. Uh-huh. And you'd think that the whackmaster would eliminate the overpopulation problem. But I, I, again, I manage our herd for optimum numbers based on the carrying capacity of our habitat. Uh, and I love to be around lots of animals. So my favorite game is whatever's legal in season and I'm ready to go get. Now, you mentioned you missed the squirrel or the chipmunk, whatever. Now, I've seen you in concert. You've raised the guitar up in the air and shot it with thousands of people watching you, and you hit it dead center, and you missed the chipmunk. Well, Brian, i got to tell you, you just identified the most challenging archery in the world. You're adrenalized (laughs) beyond imagination at the intense crescendo, which, by the way, every concert is a crescendo from the opening song to the encore. Mm -hmm. My life is a crescendo. (laughs) I, I I never enter the valley. I'm always sitting on the mountaintop of, of intensity. And that is the most difficult archery shot or uh, marksmanship uh, challenge known to mankind is to all of a sudden abandon the intensity of the musical right. outrage and the, the expectation of those, uh, those 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 people that Ted Nugent, the big bad whack master, is going to shoot his bow and arrow, and he better hit that guitar. That's right. <laughs> so it's, really, it's really the ultimate mind-over-matter challenge. And most of the time, I, uh, I am up for it, but I have been known to miss. How many, how many drummers have you gone through? <laughs> yeah, that's a, we have a special insurance policy for my poor drummers, yes. And by the way, you better be good to me on tour because if I could, I could hiccup during the archery demonstration. <laughs> now, now, speaking of the tour, uh, you've just finished the first leg of the uh, the Sticks and Ario Speedwagon tour. Um, That's right. And on July 11th, you're going to start up with the second half, which is going to be your solo appearances. That's right. We call it the Ted Nugent Black Power 2013 Rock and Roll Rhythm and Blues Jihad. 
Uh, yeah, my band, Mick Brown, Greg Smith, Derek St. Holmes, is the is what every guitar player dreams of playing with every night. My crew is the best crew in the world. My management, my entire team. I'm sure you worked with Linda Peterson, my personal assistant. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the Nugent family and the Nugent team are absolute animals when it comes to work ethic and efficiency and professionalism. Uh, but musically speaking, this is the, the pinnacle of my musical uh, dream right now. These guys put so much heart and soul into every song, every concert. And the reason we call it Black Power is because all of our monster influences are black American rhythm and blues and gospel and blues. You know, the, the, the world-class virtuosos, whether it's Howlin' Wolf, Muddy Waters, Robert Johnson, Lightning Hopkins, Mose Allison, wow. Bo Diddley, Chuck Berry, James Brown, Wilson Pickett, Sam and Dave, everything Motown Funk Brother. We literally ride on that wave of soulfulness in every song and every musical moment of our lives. And Mick and Greg and Derek were, were weaned on that same black, her- heroic soulfulness that, that inspires all the best music in the world. So we wanted to really focus on those black heroes by calling the tour Black Power. Hmm. Do you have a favorite song that you've done? A personal favorite? Boy, I, that's impossible. It's like a favorite kid or a favorite right, yeah. <laughs> or a favorite bow. I don't dare, you know. Um, but I have so many. I, I can't imagine, you know, doing a performance without playing Stranglehold or Great White Buffalo or, or geez, Fred Bear. What an amazing song Fred Bear has turned out yeah. to be. Or Cat's Got Fever. You must, <laughs> you must have to do that everywhere, right? It's just amazing. Yeah, Cat Scratch Fever, Wang Dang, Sweet Poon Tang, Free For All, uh, so many amazing songs. Oh, yeah. as, a music, as a musical fan, um, I think my, my love of the music as a fan rivals my musical adventure lust as a musician. So it really is a, an amazing uh, 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 confluence of, uh, of dreams, both the the dream to enjoy and the dream to create and then to create what you actually enjoy. Uh, it's really unbelievable. Yeah, that's great. Any, any new albums or songs coming our yeah, way? Yeah, you know, on, the, on my website right now, we have a brand new song. It's just in demo form. It's called I Still Believe and another song called I Love My Barbecue. Um, because I, I do still believe, and I do love my barbecue. Um, and, and those uh, rough demos are on my website for a free download right now, and they're indicative of the energy that we still have and the love that we still have for that, that high-energy Detroit music, you know. Are you going to perform any of those in, in your second half of the, the concert? Boy, we sure hope so. Uh, I have so many songs. Good Lord. Um, it must be hard to choose. <laughs> We started listing the ones we have to play, and we'd have to be on stage for seven hours. Oh, <laughs> so, so it is difficult sometimes. But, uh, yeah, we hope to do some of the new ones. we got some other brand-new ones. Um, Never Stop Believing. Um, it just, it's just so many killer songs. Uh, it, it's, it's impossible to perform well. We do have a responsibility to play all the major classics, so... Uh, I'm sure it's going to be just an amazing tour. I know it. Yeah. Now, you, with all the things, I mean, you got the TV show, you got your concerts, you got you know so much stuff going on. Uh, you also have an ammo business, right? Yeah, I have my own Ted Nugent ammo. I have my own Sunrise Safaris uh, guiding and outfitting service. Uh, I write New York Times bestsellers. Do... I write for uh, <laughs> WorldNetDaily.com and HumanEvents.com, WashingtonTimes.com, uh, Newsmax.com. 
I write for about a dozen sporting publications. I'm on my TedNugent.com talk back every day. Uh, I do uh, email interviews, internet interviews, pretty much every other day. I do radio and TV and print media like like we're doing right now. I do that every day. So uh, I really believe that the the problems facing America today are self-inflicted and a direct result of apathy, allowing you know gangsters into government, a gangster mm-hmm. as a president, a gangster as an attorney general, and a complete idiot as the vice president, and a, and a criminal as the uh, a secretary of state, and, and the, the Nazis and the IRS and the EPA running completely out of control. Yeah, so People much are finally on. waking up to the alarms that I've sounded for 25 years, mm-hmm. some of the alarms I've sounded for 45 years. So I'm very, very involved, but that's an, an, an indicator to the quality of uh, Herculean work ethic professionals that I surround myself with. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ted, I'd like to finish up with two final questions if you got time. Sure. Taking us away from all the things that you do, when you kick back and relax, and which doesn't sound like there's too much time for that, but uh, TV. Do you watch TV, and what do you watch? What are your favorite shows of now and of the past? Well, first of all, Brian, I am the master of kicking back. Really? <laughs> I'm sitting on a beautiful uh, uh, leather sofa right now with uh, shotgun primers as the uh, accoutrements with some uh, beautiful Indian blankets that the Native American uh, uh, soul brothers have made for me, surrounded by deer heads and three very tired Labradors and a dumb gray cat. And I was out this morning. You, you can't... You, I hope you can grasp the dynamic of what that little stroll with my dogs this morning, the bow and arrow, that is a kickback, battery recharging, relaxation regimen that's unrivaled. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could literally be put into suspended animation and, and not relax as much as I did this morning. So I am the master of kicking back, but I do it in my own way, and that's usually, you know, fishing. I caught a bunch of bluegills, and, and Shemaine's coming home tonight, so I'm going to catch a bunch for her. And uh, just digging worms out this morning to use for bait, you know, going down the old lane and, and, and digging under rocks, and mm-hmm. the dogs are with me, and they're, you know, clowning around. But, my God, it is so cleansing. It's such a soul-cleansing lifestyle that I lead, and that's why the music is so intense, because my batteries overcharge in this relaxation time. But I do not watch much television. Yeah. I really salute the Duck Dynasty team. It's, I'm, I'm so happy yeah. for their, their success. And, and I do love to watch the Outdoor Channel and the different sports channels, um, but not much. Uh, I don't think I can watch a whole show because I don't like sitting around. Though I do sit when I fly from concert to concert is when I do the vast majority of my writing because mm-hmm. I'm in the plane and I got to do something. Right. Plus I'm inspired because I guarantee just before I got on the plane something inspiring was going on and I guarantee when I get off the plane something really inspiring is going to be going on. Yeah. So I'm an inspired guy. I do a lot of charity work with the military and every imaginable children's charity that there is. I'm inspired by those people who... Uh, are facing uh, difficult trials in their lives, and they fortify me through their strengths and courages, and, and courage. So uh, uh, I've mastered priorities. I think we can both agree that the greatest philosopher of all times was Dirty Harry. And Dirty Harry said most eloquently, it's a good man who knows his limitations. Right. So I know my limitations, and if I'm going to play music with the intensity that I play, and if I'm going to pursue my 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 sacred backstraps for a television show like spirit of the wild with all the intensity that i do 
I have to be the master of shutting down, shutting up. And i got to tell you, sitting in the tree for six, seven hours at a time, that's some kickback time that True. everybody could use. Yeah. So I've really got my priorities nailed down. Yeah. Well, it's obvious that you love the show when you're on it. There's so much energy. Uh, people should be sure to watch it. If they haven't seen it, they really should take a look at it. And uh, it's on Tuesdays at uh, 8.30, I believe. That's right, Tuesday in the afternoon and the evening, and then Saturday night just around midnight or so. Yeah, on the Outdoor Channel, and on July 2nd, the new season starts. So, uh, uh, Ted, I, I thank you so much for you know talking with us. I really appreciate you, this. Well, thank you, Brian. Thanks, everybody, for voting Spirit of the Wild number one, and thanks to Ben Drazinger and our new team with uh, Dave Watson and his whole uh, Dave Watson television team. Uh, and thanks, obviously, to Shemaine and my whole family and everybody, Linda Peterson and guys like you, who help us promote this very important conservation environmental awakening that is the hunting lifestyle. So God bless everybody out there for allowing me to do this. I cannot thank Ted Nugent enough for taking the time out of his busy schedule to sit down and talk with us here at On Screen and Beyond about his career, his music, and everything else. I mean, this guy is you know squeezing us in between his tours and his taping of his TV show and everything else he's got going. And I really appreciate it that he took the time to talk to us. You know, it was, it was his relaxing time out on his ranch, yet he still took the time to talk to us, and I appreciate that. Hope you enjoyed that one, and uh, we've got a lot of great guests coming your way. I'm just lining them up, and uh, we hope you're going to be listening because we've got some fascinating people coming your way. And if you have a suggestion, be sure to send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I will try to get that person on, and uh, we'll see what we can do about doing that for you. And as I told you earlier, we are working on our little campaign here to make it to over 100,000 people in a day listening to On Screen and Beyond or going to our website, whichever way you want to talk about it. But uh, we've been teetering around 92,000 people, and I told you that last week. But we would really like to have, and it's more of a personal thing, but it's also the fact that we can let the publicists know that, you know, people are listening to On Screen and Beyond, and here you go. You know, we got uh, over 100,000 people, you know, but we're not there yet. We're at 92,000 people a day is our peak, and uh, I want to get up to 100,000 by our 300th episode. Now, we are now at 271, of course, so we still got plenty of time, but if you can get more people interested, tell them to go to onscreenbeyond.com. And then they tell somebody, then they tell somebody, we can make that three hundred, uh, that 100000 I like to make 300000 <laughs> But if we can make 100000 I'm going to be happy by our 300th episode, okay? And uh, so that would, that would really be good if you could help me out on that one. And uh, we can, uh, by getting those uh, numbers up, the publicists will pay more attention to us, and we will probably get some other guests on here that you would like to hear. So... Uh, if you can help us out, be sure to do that. Tell a friend and get the news out, okay? And uh, like I said earlier, check out onscreenandbeyond.com. There's all kinds of stuff there. There's movie reviews, DVD reviews, book reviews, and we've got all sorts of stuff there. And uh, we got some great TV shows that are coming our way, and uh, we keep you updated on what's coming out. You know, even though it's uh, we haven't reviewed it, we are letting you know in our news section about new releases coming your way and everything else. There's a lot of stuff there, so be sure to check it out. Onscreenandbeyond.com. Tell a friend. And that's it. That is a wrap for this week. And next week, another great guest coming your way. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Thank you.